Hello, everyone, and welcome to the last episode of Fruitful Conversations for this season. If you've been following along, you'll know I've been chatting to people of the Northern Rivers of New South Wales, and we moved here from Sydney six years ago for a few reasons. Obviously, we love the natural beauty of the beach, rivers, mountains and rainforest. But another key reason was because of the creativity that seems to flourish around here. My partner is a musician and we wanted to immerse ourselves more in the space. I have certainly unearthed a bunch of creatives in this series, from chefs like Belinda Jeffrey, Anna Mortimer, Christine Manfield, to the performing arts, people like Tony Scanlon, Brett Haylock, Janet Swain and Michael Weir. My education of our First Nations people continued through both the inspiring Michael Weir and the inspiring Arabella Douglas. Susie Muddyman gave us insight into the world of art. Rosie Winter, another take on God. Mandalay Perkins taught us about resilience in the face of war, flood and COVID. And Mandy Nolan is just a glorious mix of everything represented here in the Northern Rivers. Business, politics, comedy, art, parenthood, activism and rock and roll. And Pauline Mensa, world surfing champ who lives just up the road, is a beacon of inspiration and hope. Now, for those of you listening who've heard me bang on about apples and mangoes and thought I was a bit bananas, see how I did that? I thought I'd explain myself and tell you a little bit about how these four characters, who feel like my own crew, can help in your own lives. So if you go back to the last ep of season one, You'll hear how I lost my business in spectacular fashion. Now, this was before I'd done any study on human behaviour, which has been my passion and driving force in business for the last 20 years. See, I find us fascinating. From the way that we evolved to our behaviour today, from being apex predators to the minutiae of everyday life, I think our own reactions can be particularly intriguing. You know, when you catch yourself with a a twinge of jealousy that makes no sense, or you're angry over something that doesn't matter. If you haven't been in one of my workshops and done the full long-form quiz, jump on over to linskinella.com.au slash fruit dash quiz, whatever you'll find it, and take the short taster and discover your personality preference for apple, mango, lime, or banana, so that this all makes a bit more sense. Now, to be clear, we're talking about different personality types through the lens of pop psychology. This is nothing new. It dates back two and a half thousand years. But changing the original four temperaments from a surfeit of blood, black bile, yellow bile and phlegm to apples, mangoes, limes and bananas becomes way more palatable. I'll give you a brief rundown, like a minute's worth, on the characteristics of each fruit type. And then I'm going to share how each one can contribute to you being the best version of yourself. You see, we may have a natural preference to work in one fruit, but all of them reside within each of us, and each of them play a different role. Each of them have their own strengths, and and we have a choice at any time to call on our inner apple, mango, lime, or banana, no matter who you are. Now, just a reminder, before I start, these short descriptions refer to an extreme version of each fruit, and they're just there as a guideline for you to recognise traits in yourself and others. They're certainly not definitive. It's pop, but it works. Apples are hardcore. I did it again. How does she do it? They are fast, 
logical, goal-oriented, results-driven, highly competitive and ambitious. Extreme apples, they think big picture, they don't like doing detail, but they have sharp minds and they need to know that the detail backs up their big picture. They love being in charge, stay calm in a crisis, although inside they're kind of enjoying the rush. They don't like waiting, small talk, meetings without purpose and people who walk slowly. Mangoes are also fast and also big picture thinkers, but unlike the apples, they're random visionary idealists where anything is possible. They like to be liked. They consider themselves hilarious and are naturally upbeat and positive. They desperately need variety in order to stay engaged at work or indeed in, in life, actually. Um, they get massively frustrated with inflexibility and negativity and will always go the long way around rather than stop at the lights. Limes are more cautious, deliberate thinkers, choosing to speak or make a decision only when the issue has been thought through. They love order, detail and process. They strive for perfection. They're happy with their own company and they seek peace and beauty through their generally introverted tendencies. Now they will lose sleep if you pop by, sit on their desk and touch their stuff. Bananas live to give and to care. Awesome on the front line of a business. They are kind and patient. They're easygoing people who are low risk takers and they're happiest when all their relationships are in harmony. They love a chat, they love people, and they love a peaceful, easy life. They don't make a lot of demands, and they're happy not to make the big decisions. Injustice, however, infuriates them. People with loud voices and bullying ways have no place in their world. So, while you may have identified as an apple, say, the reality is that you are a beautiful blend of all four fruit, and you have the ability to dip into any one of these quadrants if you choose. And why should you choose, my friends? Because when you learn to access all of your different fruit inside, you will make better, rounded decisions. And as well, as a bonus, the more you learn about the benefits of each fruit and the benefits they can bring to your own life, the more empathy you'll find for those different to you. And at the end of the day, that translates to less stress. So let me give you an example of how my fruit crew get together to consult when I have a decision to make. So say I'm preparing to present at a conference. Mango Lynn thinks of a hilarious story she'd like to include about her own misadventure. Lime Lynn is horrified that she could share something so embarrassing that will show up her flaws. Banana Lynn thinks it's nice to share vulnerabilities because that helps you connect with the audience. Apple Lynn advises only to include the story if it's relevant to illustrate a point in order to achieve the objective of the presentation. So, in this case, Mango Lynn came up with the idea, but Apple Lynn is definitely the one that I should be listening to and making the smartest decision. So when I'm facing more challenging choices, it's time to push the pause button and corral all the girls together, and then I work on a democratic vote. Each fruit has a voice in my head, and I must listen to all of them. At this time, I play the neutral grand pineapple as well, who must hear everyone's argument before making a good decision. If you're an apple, well, firstly, well done for even listening to the chick who talks about the fluffy stuff. 
But if you're on Apple at this point and you're still listening, you're probably really struggling with the fact that I have a government of fruit in my head run by a prickly yellow pineapple. Listen, I don't care what you call it. Call them AMLMB or call them the left and right thinking centres of your higher cerebral cortex or the left and right emotional centres of your lower limbic system. I don't care, but use them. Don't give them a personality if it doesn't work for you. But understand you have the choice to think in a different way than what comes naturally. And once you start to employ these tactics, you will make better decisions. Your increased self-awareness will impact the way you interact with those around you in a more effective way, giving you better conversations and outcomes. Either way, you need to get to know your inner fruit. Sometimes they're hiding away deep in the recesses of your brain and you've never met them. You probably don't even know they're there. Hey, English language is weird, isn't it? You don't know they're there. Imagine someone learning English hearing that phrase. Maybe shaking their heads. My mango mind is wandering. Back to the task. So if you've led all your life with your big old banana, apologising when someone runs their shopping trolley up your ankle or giving away the last slice of cake when you actually really wanted it, or maybe giving up your time to be that beautiful helping friend or relative, sometimes at the expense of your own health, you may not even think that you have a slice of apple in you. Trust me, you do. She is just waiting to be used. Let's take a look at this. So whether you've done the short quiz and come up with your first natural preference or the long form in one of my presentations and you've got a breakup of all the four quadrants, at least you know what your top one is. But how do you find the rest within? The first thing is to understand your natural preference and how much of a role she has in your life. So say you identified as a lime. How much say does she have? 40%? 80%? The higher your score or the stronger you are in your first preference will dictate who you get on with. Who wants to hang out with you? Who are the people in your life who get up your nose? Why? What is it about them that annoys you? Take a moment to do this thought experiment and you will start to identify the fruit traits of people you naturally connect with. Or not. The trick to finding your own inner fruit is to take the fruit you like least and then identify the good bits so you can use them. Let me explain further. Let's go back to our lime example. I can tell you that it's going to be mango behaviour that gets up a lime nose. Mangoes are show-offs, they cut off your sentences if they let you speak at all, they talk over the top of you, they suck up space and energy around you, they have unrealistic stupid ideas and they can't stick to one thing because they're always bouncing around doing several things at once. Alright, so now let's pick the eyes out of this and see if we can shift perspective into a positive. Mangoes are show-offs. Let's change that to... Mangoes have the ability to speak up in public. Mangoes cut off your sentences. Okay, so there's nothing really good about that, except if you're about to be mauled by a lion and they cut you off to warn you. Mangoes talk over the top of you. See previous example. Mangoes suck up space and energy. Let's change that to mangoes bring vibrancy and energy when people are feeling down and blue. They have unrealistic, stupid ideas. Change two, they are innovative thinkers 
who can see different ways of doing things. They can't stick to one thing. They have the ability to multitask. Hmm? You see, so what if it was the opposite way round? Mangoes see limes as boring. Perfectionists, they demand rules and structure. They're no fun. They're always stopping me from my big ideas with their negative ways. So let's try a different perspective. Limes are boring. Limes are thoughtful, thinking things through carefully before jumping into something. Limes are perfectionists. Let's change that to limes are careful, knowing that when something is done the right way, you'll save time in the future. Limes are all about the rules. Okay, well, they know that when they set up structure and rules, there is less chance of things going wrong. And this way, people all have the same roadmap. They're no fun. Yeah, they are. It's just you haven't bought it out in them because you're too busy putting shit on them. They stop me from my big ideas with their negative ways. Instead, what about they are beautifully designed to find the gaps in a plan before plunging ahead? So let's try this with apples and bananas, because apples can get particularly irritated with bananas when they feel that they're indecisive, they are too slow, they don't have a sense of purpose, but actually what apples are really thinking is that bananas are just soft. So what about this? Bananas are indecisive, or bananas are chilled, happy to let things go And they're happy for you to make the call as it seems to matter more to you. Bananas are too slow. Actually, bananas know how to stop and smell the roses. They're really good at balancing their lives and at keeping stress at a minimum. They don't have a sense of purpose. Bananas are just low risk takers. They bring security and peace to the table. And for you hard asses who think they're soft, get over it. They're emotional, compassionate and caring. And you are really lucky if you count them amongst your friends. Now, if you want to have any chance of accessing your inner fruit, you must be able to respect the value that each fruit can bring to your own life. It is the only way to incorporate the Democratic Republic of Fruit Salad when you need it. So let's see this in action. So let's say you've got a team member who's presenting some challenges right now. Chris is really good at the job, but often misses deadlines and is consistently late to meetings. He volunteers for everything, but he struggles to keep up. Recently, he was supposed to have some documents prepared for a meeting you were presenting at, but he didn't have them done on time or to the way you wanted it done, so you had to postpone the meeting. Postpone the meeting. You like him, but his work is affecting your team. Okay, so let's assume you lead with your mango. Though the truth is you do like him, he's okay, Um, so perhaps you'll take him for a drink, just have a bit of a chat, and he'll be fine. Yeah, maybe. I wonder what your other fruit would do. Your apple wants to fire him. Bit harsh. Besides, your lime knows it costs up to 200% of someone's salary to replace them, so let's not rush into that one. Your line wants to gather the details of all the transgressions over the last couple of months. And your banana recommends digging deeper to find out what's going on in his personal and work life in case there's a human element at work here that we should know about. 
So after consulting the fruit upper house, your decision may be to take him out for a mango drink or coffee, get him out of the environment, but you'll be armed with lime facts and a kind heart to uncover the real issues. And from there, you could call on your inner apple to formulate a way forward to get the results that you need. See, each of your little mates brings something really good to your life. When I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was really grateful for my mango lead as I leant on her heavily. She brought out a positive attitude in me that allowed me to only ever envisage a good outcome. I remember as I lay in radiotherapy day after day, mango imagination let me see the bad cancer cells, kind of like Darth Vader's fighter pilots. But I was Luke Skywalker, and as they came towards me, I killed everyone until they cease to exist. I'm so grateful for my inner banana who shows up to care about my family and my friends. The banana is what makes you love your children in a way you never thought it was possible to love so much. Hello, my darling boys. She softens my stance when I'm feeling mean-spirited and is critical for me in weighing up the human impact when there's a hard decision to be made. I'm also grateful for my inner apple, who got me through the tough years after I lost my business. She is brutal when it comes to self-pity. She tells me I have two arms, two legs and a brain, and she always gets me up to fight another day. She makes me stand up for myself. She sets my goals, and then she hands over to the lime to work out the detail. And I love my inner lime, who has emerged more and more as I age, I have to say. And that's another thing that I've noticed amongst those of us of mature years. Because by this time, you sort of tire of your lead fruit. Hardcore apple, oh my God, did I just say that? Relaxes a bit and mellows into, shall we say, a more appealing banana. Sorry, sorry, I'm on fire. Crazy Mango Maria decides it might actually be nice to think about putting some super away. Lovely Limey Lucy gets tired of being the sensible, responsible one and books a trip to Burning Man. And beautiful Blanche the Banana finds herself all out of give and books herself into every course she's ever wanted to do. And my lime emerges when I'm in chaos, which as a mango happens regularly. She slows me down, makes me breathe and starts breaking down the detail in baby steps so I can move forward. In both seasons of Fruitful Conversations, my focus has been to hear from people who can show us the way to being the best version of ourselves. If we don't choose to work with our whole brain, the entire fruity republic, overseen by the Grand Pineapple, we never have the chance to grow into the very best version of ourselves. Let me paraphrase Einstein here. He said, We must be willing to give up what we are in order to become what we will be. And that's it for me this season. I hope you've found some little nugget of value you can tuck away and use. If you have and you liked it, here's your big chance. I've been able to keep this podcast ad-free, but it does cost money to produce. So the least you miserable bastards can do is leave me a review. It's got to be a nice one though. Apple Podcasts, hop on over. If you subscribe, uh, you'll find out when I start the next season. And don't forget to follow me on Insta for some more fruity fun. This podcast was recorded by me on Bundjalung Country and my deep thanks and appreciation to Darian Warner, who produces and edits 
on Wadjuk Country. Be kind to each other. I'm Lynn Scanella, and this has been Fruitful Conversations. Fruitful Conversations.